0: Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to taste a in. The a shade and tea to spill. Ooh, Ooh drama. drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got an on? They No, oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we, we talk, talk to today? today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. 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 Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater pop culture love and life in In new york York city City. and And the world world. i'm connor mcdowell and i am dylan mcdowell for two years in a row now we've been doing this connor oh my god it's hitting me in this moment i have this smile on my face i can't believe we've been doing this for two years it's like i said to you you know a couple months ago when we were talking about planning for this I can't believe two years. Two years of Wednesdays that have been filled with podcast releases. And Tuesdays of preparing for said release. And, and every Sunday other day of the Saturday, week, <laughs> laying awake in bed at night, thinking, what are we going to do for this guest? Or are we going to have anyone to fill this slot? And oh, It's been, it's been two God. years of drama for all of you. But for us, it's been a lot much longer. Yeah, the podcast is actually called drama because there's so much drama on the back end of dylan and i trying to figure out who's going to be on the show what are we doing what can because we do- we've been very public that that is like the hardest part is schedule oh, yeah. yeah yeah now it was literally. super easy during the pandemic mm-hmm. which was where we really found our, i mean i don't just want to say thank you first of all to everyone who's been listening for all this time but for those who found us during the pandemic and said that we provided a light and a connection to theater i think that's really where we found our success and we've been riding it ever since and now broadway is back open and two years ago when we started this we were in the middle of of a new broadway season right a season that finally capped off in september and we had no idea what we were doing not a clue do we still are you dylan are you well I am actually very well right now. Oh. I am just so happy. I'm really excited about this two-part I'm very excited about this special 2-year celebration that we have for our devoted listeners who have been with us from the beginning and we what we basically what we did is we polled everyone on our Patreon. We can we can sit we consulted with the committee and we figured out who we haven't chatted with in a while that we could bring back and catch up with them um as a podcast celebration just to celebrate 2 years and obviously we wanted to talk to everybody but it just couldn't happen this time so you know hopefully we can re- we can revisit some conversations later with some of our treasured friends of the pod the drama fam as we affectionately call oh, yeah, them and there's so many guests who have become integral to this podcast, who connect us with friends, who gas us up on social media, who are just always there to, you know, continue, continue the fun, continue the friendship. And we are just like, so grateful for it. This is, I can't stress it enough. I think that if there's anything that these last couple of years have shown, it's just how grateful Connor and I are for the community of friends and family and new friends who just uplift this podcast and all the other endeavors like merch and the Patreon oh and, and and little social media contests and things like that. I know. And I guess this is my chance to tell you if this is your first time joining the podcast listening experience, we do have extra episodes in addition to our weekly episodes on our Patreon where it's just Dylan and I talking, sometimes with special guests, about theater, pop culture, love and life. And it is it's everything. It's, it's so basically intimate. like it's like the last couple of minutes, but about specific topics and about our yeah. lives and just it's it's really fun and we have we have you know some juicy things going on over there so oh, i know happens. two years it is just amazing so i don't want to keep waxing poetic on this but everyone thank you for listening thank you to maggie montalto for being our editor for almost the entire first two-year run we could not have done this without you you are literally a day one for us mm-hmm. so it You know have to give her a shout out and i dylan cannot wait for what year three is going to bring because it's gonna be we're shaking it up we are bringing (laughs) maybe a little a little twist on the format but it's still gonna be the drama that you know and love we're still coming at you every single week oh yes and every week i'm like smiling ear to ear right now because i think our first friend our first friend of the pod is calling in for this little telephone hour Oh my God! Wait a minute. I knew that my knickers were in a twist for a reason. It wouldn't be a two year party without someone that we wanted from the start, had in the middle, and are meeting here at the. What is it? What is it? What do you call a two year celebration? A, not a like a bye? Not a bicentennial. Oh. I feel like that's that's like a hundred. Yeah, I think it's two year anniversary. Okay, a two year anniversary guest. Literally love this man. He's fantastic. He's amazing. Hello. What's up? What's going on? Hey guys. Hi. Are you all not in the same space? Not anymore. No. We parted ways. I'm in New York again. Are you really? The land of um, opportunities, aka Hell's Kitchen, and by opportunities I mean gay excursions.
1: My um, my two closest friends, Mike and Jonathan, just just moved down there. Oh yeah. Colton, listen. Do you remember us? <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys. Ah, oh, yes. It was fifty-four below. <gasps> I remember, of course. You know, it's funny. I was trying to, I was trying to wear something that, like, a piece of clothing that I thought I would have, like, worn around the time of this last year. You might have been wearing a sweatshirt. I think if I was, it could have easily been this one, as I had just gotten it then, and it's my like, like, slubby wake up sweatshirt. Yeah. Well,
0: I remember that you had just woken up. You were like hungover. I think. No, not <laughs> never.
1: No, not you. Not no you. way. But you also did have this fresh haircut. Right after that, I grew it out like, like down almost shoulder length. Oh, and then I'm doing this thing now in Georgia. I'm in Georgia again. Yeah. You were already
0: a stage and um, television star, but now you're literally the breakout star of a film. How does it feel?
1: Sheesh. Uh, that's very kind. I don't, no, I don't feel any different. So that's so that's a funny thing to hear. Cause,
0: okay, he's humble. He's no, humble. I, I,
1: it's just true. I just I don't I won't walk on the street and people are like, oh my god, like, like there's no catching of the breath. There's no you know.
0: If it was Eighth Avenue, I'd be a little different.
1: You're right. If it within maybe like maybe four city blocks, maybe
0: mm-hmm. definitely.
1: But um, down here in the Publix, nope. I'm just another person who was like, wow. why are you wearing a mask? oh yeah you're the lone
0: you're you're the one who's shamed for wearing a mask yeah probably for following the rules yeah oh my god well colton how the hell are you it's been like a year since we spoke and so much has happened in the world and in i imagine in your life how how, how have things been
1: things been really good i went home after we'd spoken and like had the holidays and loved that but i'd been at my mother's house then at that point for about like eight nine months of the year and i was like okay it's time to go and that was kentucky yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, good memory. And then ended up back in the city, planned on, you know, staying and then got this job and then came down here. And so far I mean, but despite the chaos of the world, we found a good rhythm within it. So I'm um, yeah, pretty good, honestly.
0: I love that. And of course you're still with the beautiful Adrienne.
1: Of course, she's actually inside while well, sleeping, so I'm not gonna expose her. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you you had Rumble before, but is there another dog in your life? Yeah, another is- special young
1: I feel like man? I feel like a young a young man is coming to our house and, and he's like a son. If Connor had a nickel
0: for every time that happened,
1: oh God, he'd have two nickels. Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, there's a little. I don't. I can't remember if we were talking about this last time because it would have been around the same. I was ideating having another dog right when I saw you all.
0: Oh, okay. I don't think you mentioned it, but I remember seeing it on Instagram shortly thereafter.
1: Yes, it, you know, he he popped right out of um out of it was beautiful out of adri's womb wow um, right <laughs> after that the miracle of life it is it, and they're just hairless at the beginning you know <laughs> they just pop right out and then it just starts growing and growing so fast yeah and what is what is oh your second, second pup's name taz Taz. like the tasmanian devil yes my mom used to call me that as, as a kid so i, I don't know it just stuck and he is a taz <laughs>
0: Do him and Rumble get along? Do you like how the, this, this is a podcast about what your dogs are like?
1: I really, I'd rather talk about them any time of day. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm like ultimate. I've actually kind of dived deeper into dog dad aesthetic and like lifestyle. Like I'll, I'll go out of my way to be like, oh man, did you see that new like goodie bag that they dropped from Kergo? Like I should, I should pick that up. I think
0: your bark box come to your house once a month.
1: We were religious bark boxers, but we realized that like, sometimes they send too, like too many treats
2: mm-hmm.
1: and. I want to keep them on like, and they're always like, they're like, this week's turkey. This is salmon. And you're like, wait, hold on. Uh, one thing at a time. So now we just, I just sort of like, am like looking on the internet at all times for like, for like a, like a, like a backpack to go on his back, you know, that we can go hiking together in or like, oh, so cute. I'm just like such a dad now, about the dogs, I'm thinking maybe it's going to lead me to the other kind of dad soon.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, you never know. Honestly. Do you think you and Adrian are meant to be? I know we are. <gasps> Drama. Connor's going to cry. Now, Colton, I have one thing to say about the Dear Evan Hansen movie. And that's the Connor. And I actually have a few things to say, but you were uh, my favorite part of the whole movie. When Connor and I saw it, somebody said something out loud in the theater. They said it was when you were rubbing your nipples and someone said, God, he's so hot. Wait, it was me. (laughs) I can't confirm (laughs) if it was Connor or not, but that's
1: really what got you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was my takeaway from the piece. That's a little, that's a little kinky for you. The, the nipple thing,
0: you know, it's, it was a long pandemic and i don't know
1: it was it no it's kinky for me too and just <laughs> to know we were in the same we're in this together um, yeah. that is hilarious i went to go see it for the first time actually one time publicly so i saw it like the screenings with like you know a whole group of people who were like invited and, and like they have to be nice and then i went yeah one time here in georgia and in disguise i mean lightly yeah sure i mean wear your sweats and I was sitting in like the middle row and I was with Adrian and her parents. So they're like weeping already at the beginning and like shaky. And and I do the first line. My first line is I scream in Evan's face. I'm like, why are you laughing? And, (laughs) and someone right behind me just goes, oh no. (laughs) I was like, man, yep. That's like, that's, yep. That's it. You seem to have a sense of humor about
0: the moment though.
1: Oh, it's hilarious to me. I mean, I, it's like that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's like the Sharon Tate scene where she goes to the movie theater and. She puts yes. her feet up. Well, before that, when she's at the window and she's like, can I see the movie? And they're like, yeah, it'll be like three bucks. And she's like, I'm in the movie. You know, and she like kind of keeps going through this, like the most, it just gets more and more painful. Cause the uh-huh. girl, no, it's the, no, that's not you. That's the girl from Peyton Place. And she's like, no, I'm right there on the poster. And she's like, no, that's the girl from Peyton Place. And then finally, when she gets through, the other guy, she's like, "Is this is this her?" And they're like, "Oh my God, Miss Tate, I'm so sorry." Like, of course, come right in. Please have a drink, whatever you'd like. And then he goes, "Well, actually, before that, we have to get a picture." And she's like, "Oh my God, yeah, I'd love to." And that's yeah, of course. And then he goes, "Quick, let's let's take it by the poster, so people who know who you are."
0: Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that moment. I just remember her feet.
1: That's your game. You see. That's. The- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i'm Listen, on the record... it's becoming
0: more and more acceptable in, in the lord's year of 2021 so it
1: is. Oh. <laughs> that's
0: true i i'm on the record saying that i think margot robbie should have been nominated for an oscar for that role over bombshell she was nominated for bombshell that year wasn't she oh, um yeah, okay i could see that i thought she did a, a lot with a little which i suppose you also did in dear evan hansen you know connor isn't in it that much and i guess the movie's been out long enough to say they ended up cutting all the stuff where Evan is communicating with Connor throughout his yeah, lies. Right. But they did give you that song at the end, which was so beautiful. Right. And they actually, they did dig a little bit more into the character, I think, with showing us his time at rehab. And I think you did a beautiful job, Colton.
1: Thank you very much. And I want to say on the record that, yes, I agree about Margot Robbie, but I more would stand, I'd be more upset with the Academy for not giving a tour for I, Tonya, over anything yes. else. Because when the she, courtroom scene. I mean, come on, come on. When she's staring into the barrel of the camera, that's the mirror, and she just keeps, oh yeah, just keeps smiling and then breaking and smiling and then breaking down, like just genius. Vicky Bussert needs to show that to all freshmen now at BW as a this is how you do a scene. This is on camera class. What kind of cereal are you eating? Um, it is Captain Crunch uh, Halloween special. So you can't really see, but maybe you can. The uh, milk becomes green as you go.
0: Nice. Oh so God. you're you're more of that than Count Chocula?
1: Fuck Count Chocula. You can put that on the record.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't like chocolate cereal. What do you remember most about filming Dear Evan Hansen? Like, what is, like, your the big m- moment you'll take away from it all? My takeaway was I would let Isaac Powell bully me any day.
1: <laughs> um, I also love just how, like, absolutely jacked they all are. Like, <laughs> everyone's coming for... For Ben and me and everyone being like, they're old. And there's like, okay, look around this school. Everyone's old. Like, everyone's young and everyone's old. Everyone's jacked and everyone's not. Like, Colton, No please, one has said you're too old. No one said me? No one has said you. These. That means the retinol's working. Uh. <laughs> I have my finger on the pulse of the of the, the Twitter sphere. The
0: message boards? The message boards, yeah. Right. Wait, were you, like, on Twitter reading about people's reactions to the film? Is that, like, okay to ask? We can always cut this. Yeah.
1: No, I, I mean... Yeah. I'm I just thought whatever was happening was so interesting. I could not follow it. I thought I'm so proud of the movie that I don't it doesn't affect me. I just thought it was it was such a like a weird thing to follow. I was like you could study this in a classroom. It's so bizarre. I mean yeah. it's this movie is really tasteful and like nicely done and yet it was ransacked before it even got to the store. I mean it was like so weird and the way it all transpired it, it was just I don't know. It's like one of a kind. Yeah. Because I'd get it. If, it was like, we were like, opening weekend was like, made about a little more than Cats did. The second worst musical ever. And it was like, okay, yeah, but that's like Apple, like quality wise, that is insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. Like, I know when the, when the reviews were coming out, people are like worst musical movie musical ever. I was like, have you watched I don't any I movie musical? It. I don't think, I just think like by pure numbers, like people just haven't seen the movie still. I mean, like we didn't make it didn't make much money. And like, I'm surprised there wasn't like a streaming component to it. Cause I feel like it is tough. And I I wonder all the articles, of course, in retrospect, but then we're like, this should have been on streaming. This should have been exclusively for Peacock. And it was like, yeah. Okay. Well, if that if that had been the case, I would have been like, okay.
2: Uh-huh.
0: No. Yeah, I, I liked that it was a theater, a theatrical release. I did We'll know? see how West Side Story does. I mean, I don't know. I'd be curious. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I of course cried like a baby during You Will Be Found because Pascal and Paul put their whole pussy into that song. <laughs> they fucking did. Slap around. Man. Literally, and I love your new song, which of course Phineas also sings on the uh, the soundtrack.
1: Yes. Dead. Absolutely That's dead. That's Crazy. When they told me. I mean, like I I was just, well, it's actually, it's just, it's the combination of him and SZA. Like the fact that they have seen us in a movie and they were like,
2: uh-huh.
1: I can get down to that. Like I, that is really <laughs> strange to me still. Not that I love music theater mm-hmm. in like with all my heart, but I just never thought SZA would, yeah. would watch and be like.
0: Right. <laughs> I know. That's nice. I'm surprised <laughs> we didn't get a Billie <laughs> Eilish version of Requiem. Oh, that would have good. I sing, I requiem,
1: and I That would have been it. So whispery, even the I know, big I bridge. The that I knew.
0: Okay, wait, I have chills. You don't, don't lie. And you weren't even rubbing your nipples this time.
1: I was. You just can't see.
0: Wait, I want to ask you about the girl from—is it the girl from Plainville? Yeah, yeah. And not the girl from the North Country. You already knew that girl. You now—you now you got a new girl.
1: I got
2: girls on girls. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's the story of that?
1: Okay, so do you do you remember there was a story a couple years ago made national news because it was such a—it was a a, one of those court cases just played out for the public, and it was about a young there was a young girl convinced her boyfriend to commit suicide yeah. by texting. Yeah.
0: There was a, either yes. an HBO or yes. Netflix documentary about it.
1: Yes, there was an HBO. And we're yes, we are now the dramatization of how how it got to that point and and then also sort of uh, an examining of that case and what it means, you know, just in the context of America. Are you the boy? I am.
0: Holy shit.
1: <gasps> this is
0: intense. Are you being typecast now?
1: <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I had to call my mom when I, when I got it, and I was like, okay, look, you're not missing anything. Like, nothing's wrong, all right? Let me preface it that way. She was like, should I be worried? It's like, no. You, although, then again, I am starting to be like, what are they seeing in me
0: <laughs> No, I mean, mom, you, you definitely have done some sad boy parts. I mean, Alice by heart, he was kind of a sad boy.
1: He was a sad boy, but he was a circumstantial like that was like sad things were really happening. Did he have
0: consumption? T- TB, right? I had the consumption.
1: Yes, no, he, he, yeah. As we know it in yeah, in, in normal time TB. Okay, okay. Oh my
0: god. Well, Colton, listen, this has been so much fun. I always feel like it's just such a fun banter with you.
1: I agree. You boys are the bee's knees.
0: Hey, thanks. So you you enjoy the drama? You enjoy drama?
1: I live for drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, thanks for being a part of
0: our podcast thanks for helping us celebrate two years it seriously like made made my week if not month i wish you all the best this fall with all the fun things you've got coming down you know both professionally and personally i have a feeling good things are to come well thank
1: you so much colton we appreciate you taking the time with us of course i'm gonna go um i'm gonna work out now do you film today no no i, I for some reason i have a really light week it all worked out perfectly yeah, I know. I, uh, when you emailed that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm actually pretty free. So I should go." How many episodes is it going to be? Eight. Love that. We're in the middle of uh, fourth. We finished three. Oh, okay.
0: Are there any celebs in the show?
1: Yeah, it's Elle Fanning. And then um, Chloe Sevigny is my mom. And oh, and you all will gag the most for this. Guess who my dad is? Norbert Leo Butts.
0: Shut Just up. Literally stop Dylan's it. favorite person ever. He's my hero.
1: He's mine, too. I had, I It took me maybe an hour to tell him that. I was like, I'll play it cool. I'll like, wait like, a couple months.
0: I could see the family resemblance, the drag family resemblance.
1: I've taken, a, I've taken a picture now on the other day. I was like, "Oh, that's weird. Like it is, <laughs> it is kind of strange." If you
0: could do any of Norbert's roles in like a revival, what which one would you want?
1: I, I mean, it would have been Jamie, I guess, obviously, but I kind of mm-hmm. think I would want to do the dirty rotten scoundrel stuff. Like I think
0: I had a feeling. I think I would that. have a lot of fun with that. You scoundrel! I'm dirty. Really,
1: it's what I am. <laughs> Yeah, do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have any interest in doing Broadway anytime soon? Very much so.
1: I'm actually like actively. I'm realizing that it probably looks like I'm just like slowly like walking away.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and I keep anytime anyone asks me that, I'm like, nope, nope, no, no. Desperately trying to be there, trying to get there. Because you know, I was gonna go back to North Country, and then this happened, yeah. and then it would have been really exciting to be a part of. I think like that first wave of shows that would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping you know. Like any, like anyone, like, I hope this actually opens the door for me to be able to come back and do something like that. I feel really, I don't want to just do anything. I'd rather, I'd I'd really love for it to be like, um, very pointed piece, you know, something that's new or relevant. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually hoping to, in the, in the spring, I really pitching myself to anyone who asks, like, you got something in the pipeline? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Everyone knows who you are now, Colton. So this is this is great, and I love that you're on the album
1: for North Country. It's gorgeous. Mm, it is. I'm so glad I got I got that that squeezed in. Otherwise, if we hadn't done it like that weekend, I wouldn't have been on it.
2: Wow, wow. It was like
1: we opened and we did it that weekend, and if, it, it truly was like actually we finished it on Monday, and everything closed on Thursday. That's nuts. It is. I'm like really thankful for because. You know, cast albums live on forever, so it's just. Oh yeah, and I put a lot of work into that show. I mean, it was two years with it, and I was like, "I'm getting my song, damn it!" Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Are you on the cast album for Dear Evan Hansen? For the movie, not the not the original. Okay, I wondered when I joined. It was already deep in it. Like I joined the last day of tech. Oh, like, I remember like, you saying that. Yeah, I wasn't even like a virtual voice in. the I was going to say, can
0: I be one of the? Can I be Natalie Weiss and just do some backup vocals? And
1: there is like they they love assembling like the Avengers of
2: uh-huh.
1: nasty singing when it comes to you will be found for us. <laughs> uh-huh. Like <if> you <laughs> see the featurette in the movie. It's, it is once, a, I don't know if Natalie's in it. It's like, it's like, it's just like crazy vocalists. Mm-hmm. And then you want, and you can, they like do like the, in whatever avatar studios or whatever they show, like back behind the scenes video. And you can hear the audio of people just screlting and, it's the kind of thing where they tell them, like, don't blend. Like, we'll, we'll take care of that. Just uh-huh. just literally sing it exactly the way you'd want to do it. Yeah. And see so people be like,
2: out of the shadows. Uh-huh. It's like
1: just insane. Like, all different kinds of stylistic stuff. And like, they really, you're right. They really dragged their, their poo poo on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they meant it. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for everything you've done for our podcast. Your episode is one of our most popular of all time. And it's for real all because of you. You boys are the best. Thank you Colton. Thanks guys. Oh, he is just the best. <laughs> Colton is always down to play. <laughs> Seriously so fun. I mean, obsessed with him. What more can I, even I say? I I cannot. But listen, Dylan, we can't keep lingering on this because I think we have another call coming in. Call waiting. It's Aisha Jackson who the last time we spoke, she was in between shows at Frozen. She was standing by for Anna and she even went on that night she got the call right when we were done chatting that she was going to be going on i remember that she was like laughing walking down the hallway and i remember we were also just seeing we were in between seeing parts one and two of the inheritance and we were in such a space and she is amazing and i'm so excited to hear what she has to say i know let's bring her in all right it's so nice to see you
3: I do. You too. How are you guys doing? Since we last
0: saw you, it's been a crazy time. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. But all is well. Connor and I. All is well. For the pandemic, we moved home to Cleveland, Ohio.
3: Oh, yeah. How was that?
0: It was actually great. It was great. We got to be with our parents and we we got a family dog, and it was like being a teenager all over again.
3: Aww. I love that.
0: It was cute. It was cute. How did you spend your pandemic?
3: Well, uh, um, I was here in New York for the beginning of it. And then around like, June, the end of June, top of July, I went to Georgia and I was supposed to stay for a month and I stayed until October. (laughs) 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 So that was very interesting. It was lovely to spend time with my family, but I also started therapy. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: goes hand in hand sometimes,
3: you know, sometimes, but no, it was actually very positive. Of course it had moments of negativity and like being just like you know, sad and depressed and am I doing enough and what else can I do and be present, spend time with your family. I'm not making money. It's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> like there were many um, levels to that journey, sure. but it was nice to be at home with my family because I live in New York by myself. So okay. I love living by myself, but I- unfortunately my great grandmother passed due to COVID. Oh my God. sorry. Yeah, thank you. But that happened in April, and then with everything with like Brianna Taylor and all that stuff, like I was feeling like I was having like panic attacks in my apart. I felt like I had a panic attack in my apartment, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I need to go home and be around like my family." And so I went and I celebrated my birthday with them, and then I stayed longer. And then I had a solo concert there with Airbnbs online experiences. Oh yes, <laughs> I saw that was yes. happening. <laughs> And I got my like family to sing with me. And so that was fun and just, yeah, grew that way. And then I went to Colorado and taught at my university. Well, you were a professor. I was a professor for a day, darling. (laughs) Just for one day I was I was a, um, a guest artist because there are a group of students at you I went to University of Northern Colorado but there are a group mm-hmm. of students there who started this organization for the students of color um, okay. called, called Operation Cheesecake. It's a long story with their name but it's, a, it's an amazing <laughs> it's an amazing organization and, and they brought in like so many guest artists of color like more from them doing this on their own as students than the university really has ever had. Mm, and That's how it goes. Yeah, right. And so they spearheaded that and they reached out to me. And so I spoke with them. And then that got me talking some more to some of the professors and different things. And um, I was invited to come up and I got to meet all those students in person as well as many of the other student body. Um, And yeah, it was just really cool to connect with them. And I took them to dinner and Introduced them to some of my friends that they find to be like famous. Of course, of course. I was like, like, "Oh yeah, I know, yeah, no," but I was like, (laughs) "You want to talk to him?" And and I have really kind friends, so I was able to be like, "Here, talk to your favorite Hamilton, Michael Lavoie, and talk to Uh, this uh person." And so then they like talked to them, and he was so generous; he stayed on the phone with them for like an hour. And we were just at the restaurant talking. So yeah, it was cool. I got some, some little mentees that I've been able to connect with throughout the pandemic. And they actually came to visit New York and I like took them out and we like kicked it. And yeah, so that, that, those moments of connection have been amazing and being able to gig here and there and do like, my my first voiceover animation. Oh, my goodness. Wait, I didn't realize you did that. Yeah, with Central Park, the, oh, the yeah. animation okay. on um, Apple TV.
0: I am yeah, I so that. gagged. That's so cool. In my living room.
3: Literally in my living room, cushions <laughs> all over my desktop and this <laughs> this lovely little mic like oh, wow. in my living room. It was hilarious. I loved every second of it. But yeah, that was cool. Because my the song I got to sing, or in the scene I got to do was with Leslie Odom, and (sighs) uh, Emmy Raver. And so I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Just kicking it that's
0: Rory O'Malley is and Josh Gad are a part of that yes right? Yeah, okay. there
3: are a lot of yes it's all <laughs> Broadway yes basically in the episode I was on I think Patty Lepone was on it and another like I was like this is so cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait I'm, I'm I'm like so excited that all of these cool things have happened but I have to remember so right before the pandemic weren't you about to ship out to Chicago
3: yes we were right? once upon a and- one more is that a preview? Yeah It's <laughs> <laughs> for you too oh, oh, uh, <laughs> exclusive, no, yeah. exclusive Right, right, right No, yeah, I was in rehearsals for that We were in the second week wow. And yeah It was a little, it was crazy I didn't actually go to rehearsal on the final day Because I felt sick Mm. And I was freaking out because our director choreography team, husband and wife, they have a little at that time, they had a little newborn and she was in the other room like with us, you know, in rehearsals and everything. Mm -hmm. And so when everything shut down on March 12th, Broadway, our producers and our team were like, all right, we're going to still keep rehearsing because we're not on Broadway, you know, like we're going to Chicago. So we'll keep rehearsing until Chicago says no. And then the very next day, Chicago said no. (laughs) And so (laughs) we we had our last day of rehearsal, March 13th. And I woke up that morning, like I felt like a bus had like knocked me out. And I was like, I'm not going to come in because I'm scared that I'm sick. And I don't want to get the baby sick. And I don't want to get anybody else sick. And Come to find out, like, half of my cast ended up getting COVID. I I never got tested, so I don't know if I actually had it. Okay,
0: I was going to ask.
3: Yeah, my friend, we were both experiencing some of the same symptoms, and he tested positive eventually. Mm -hmm. But I had started to feel better, so I never went to go check it out. But I'm pretty sure that was probably what it
0: was. Oh, (sighs) my God. That is so crazy. I actually remember after we recorded with you, I think you told us, you were like, Oh, you guys, by the way, I'm going to be in... Snow White. More yeah, I like, I'm gonna
3: be Snow White. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. that's so cool. Can you say anything about the show at all, or is it like very secretive? Hush, hush.
3: Um, it's not too secretive. There are certain things I cannot say, but um, <laughs> but no, I've been I've been lucky enough, blessed enough to work on this since October 2017
2: wow
3: yeah i feel like people don't really realize like it takes so long for shows Mm -hmm. to pop i mean every now and then you get a show that's just like we're here but Mm -hmm. it can take so many years to get a show to broadway and for that one yeah uh we had our first it was like a 29 hour reading back in october 2017 and and we've gone through many iterations many casts many script but i've I've stuck through with snow
0: always Um, a snow white
3: yes snow white
0: do you do you get to sing an iconic Britney song?
3: I okay, so I wouldn't call it iconic, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a Britney but song. I do get to sing a Britney song, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it will be iconic because it it's amazing, and we're gonna make it a moment. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Um, oh my god! All her music's iconic to us. So yes, That's you're true. like you're
3: like on every Britney song. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I hope my favorite Britney song is in it. What's your? This is like so embarrassing, but it's sometimes. You know that one?
3: I do. I've heard it maybe in the rehearsal room a few times. Oh,
0: oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. And also, Justin Guarini's in it, and I am
3: obsessed with him. He's our prince, and he is a fool. Yes. <laughs> he's the prince he, and he the came fool. on.
0: Right. he actually came on the podcast during the pandemic. Oh, he did. So he's, he's a friend of the pod. He did. Of the
1: pod. Oh, yeah. He was so
0: sweet and fun and generous. And I was like, "Is this really happening? Yeah, Justin Guarini. He yeah,
3: he's very sweet. He is. He's charming.
0: So he's so great. <laughs> so wait, are you dating? Are you in love? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I wish we life? all got back into
3: the rehearsal room, and people was like, "I got married, and I got, and I was like." <laughs> I spent a lot of time with the <laughs> Lord. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad thing, okay? I have strengthened no. my relationship with my heavenly Father. No, I'm not. I went on a date. I went on a yeah. It was interesting, to say the least. But I am still looking.
0: <laughs> you're still looking because well, you're leaving town, though. So you're going to I DC, am right? Not, I hope to
3: meet a okay. lovely gentleman in DC.
0: There you go. Um, Maybe someone with some money, some stability.
3: Right. Well, you said some money.
0: Uh-huh.
3: No, I am. I am open to love. I've been working on myself, you know, to make sure that I'm ready to receive love mm. when, it's, when it arrives. Yeah.
0: Well, Aisha, it has been so nice just to hear what's going on. I'm always just so impressed by your positivity and the way that you're able to center yourself in conversations. It's it's honestly inspiring to me because I feel like I'm all over the place sometimes. So.
3: Oh, trust. I am too. But thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, you know, I try. It's tough. It's this, I mean, this past year and a half has definitely taught me to um, to just, you know, go with the flow. I'm not a, usually a go with the flow person, but I've learned, you know, to just wusa be present what are we dealing with today okay that's what we're gonna figure out and like keep it moving but yeah yeah lessons to carry forward
0: exactly Mm -hmm. exactly well this has been so nice thank you for celebrating two years with us thanks for being one of our og guests you are one of our original guests you're in like the first three months that we did the pod like one of our like dylan wouldn't you say like top like in our first 15 episodes or something Yes. Why did you ever say yes to these strange gay twins?
3: I mean, you guys are lovely. (laughs) How can you say no?
0: Well listen, thank you so much. I cannot wait to see Once Upon a One More Time. And I wish only the best for you. We'll connect soon again, Mm -hmm. I'm sure of it.
3: Yes. Happy anniversary. It's the anniversary.
0: I love that girl. That was she so much is fun. It bringing energy, bringing iconic behavior. But wait, we have another call coming in. Wait, a minute, th- it's it's from a different time zone, Dylan. And I don't recognize this area code. I think it's London calling. Wait, I do think that we're patching someone in. Hey, what's up?
2: Hi. Sorry, it was that awkward moment. You know, when like you're waiting for the video to load and the audio to load. It's just so-
0: I know it well. Jordan, it's so good to see you. You too. How are you guys? So good. Uh, thanks for doing this with us. No, of
2: course. It's a good idea. You're doing like little catch ups with everyone.
0: Yeah. Well, with our most and favorite guests. Oh. So everyone who people loved in the first two years, we're reconnecting with.
2: Oh, I feel very blessed that you picked me yes oh my goodness my favorite (laughs) one my favorite (laughs) twins how are you both doing
0: we've been good i'm back in new york city now i was quarantining during lockdown in ohio okay and i moved back to new york and i'm
2: working in advertising for broadway shows again so love that and things are picking up again i've seen like is nearly everything open there now
0: yes you're right actually i hadn't thought about it like that but yes almost everything is back up I think there's just like maybe two or three things that still have to open, but
2: yeah, we have a couple that still are waiting to open. I think Derivan Hansen opens in a few weeks. I think that might be the that might be the last one actually. But yeah, every everything's kind of slowly opened up over the last few months. It feels weird. It's like how did we manage to go so long without theater? Now that we're back, it feels like it's everyone's everything's just slid back into normality yeah i don't know how we managed to cope for that whole year that whole year i know, I know. wait and want-
0: dear evan hansen stars that little blonde twink doesn't it <laughs> sam tutty yes <laughs> i think he's a ginger connor he's a ginger. yeah he's, a ginge.
2: he's he's kind of a strawberry blonde okay he's a friend of mine he's great I think he's in our family of hair yeah yeah he's in your family for sure maybe a distant cousin
0: yeah <laughs> yeah maybe i mean i don't know he's cute so i don't know if i'd want him to be a cousin <laughs> anyways you asked how i'm doing and i am good me and my boyfriend of five and a half years are finally living together
2: wow congrats I how, know, is, how is it is it weird adjustment
0: you have no idea because it was long distance for most of those years okay so it's like when we'd see each other it'd be like a three-day weekend or maybe like a holiday week or something like that and now it's like are you going to pick up your laundry or who's going to be doing the dishes it's it's very different but it's it's great
2: it's like really getting to know each other again isn't it like on a whole other level it
0: absolutely is we actually had a long conversation about it the other day i'm like do you still like me like (laughs) after
2: everything (laughs) where are you living with him
0: we're living in columbus ohio which is the capital of ohio cool we're we're not sure for how long because he's an actor as well so when he's ready to go to new york we'll maybe we'll maybe ship out there and join connor but i visited connor a few times in the city already and we're having we have tons of fun yeah i can imagine you guys get up to all sorts oh my god <laughs> we do and jordan you've you got a roommate there's a friend in the background
2: yeah this is bowie this is my he's dog gotten so big i know he has and i didn't have, last time i spoke to you i didn't Mm-mm. have him he, he didn't even exist not yet oh. no. <laughs> honestly he's like the dream He's like everything I wanted in a dog. I knew I wanted a dog for quite some time. And I wrote down like all of the things I wanted in the breed. So I did so much research and he's, it's like somebody answered my prayers and gave him to me. He's been perfect. So he's, is he a golden doodle? He's a cavapoo, a toy cavapoo. Cavapoo. So he's half cavalier and half poodle, but his dad was a toy poodle. So like, that's why he's super small. He's fully grown now and he's, he weighs like three kilos. <laughs> he's the
0: perfect size. He is adorable. Yeah. I, I literally cannot. And he's so calm. So
2: calm. We, so when calm. we had Cassidy
0: Jansen calm. on the podcast this spring, she was like yeah. dog sitting him or something. Wasn't she, Dylan?
2: Yeah. Oh, she was. Yeah, that's right. She came around mine and she was dog sitting for me. I think it was my birthday and I had like some, my friend planned like a whole day for me. So she came around and looked after the dog and and drank a whole bottle of Moe. <laughs> <laughs> that's so it's like make yourself at home Cassidy make yourself at home
0: (laughs) wait so Jordan you've been up to a lot like we obviously need to discuss that Anne Juliet is back up and running right it
2: is yeah we've been up now I think for three weeks okay so it's great it's so lovely to be back back there with everybody and the audiences are amazing again i feel like they're even better than they were last time so yeah it just feels incredible because when the pandemic hit it was kind of when we were peaking the show because we'd been open in london for probably three months and people had started to hear about it and there was a real buzz about it and then the pandemic shut down and then we've kind of the show's kind of grown a fan base over the pandemic because people have just been at home listening to the soundtrack. Uh-huh. And so now got like these audience members who know the show before they come because they've been listening online kind of like that whole like wicked era I remember mm-hmm. like when I uh, we would like listen to the wicked soundtrack before it came over to London and so when it came all the theater kids like knew what the show was yeah so it's kind of like got that got that feeling which is really exciting
0: oh that is amazing yeah I mean that's Connor and I found it during the pandemic well maybe a little bit before but you know it's probably Uh because we had you on the pod and everyone heard your episode and everyone in the states fell in love with Anne Juliet that's got to be it
2: maybe that's it. it must be the podcast for sure (laughs) (laughs) but like right before Anne Juliet you obviously did Heathers yeah I did that was very it was this is a thing like it's been such a crazy crazy like 18 months for the industry that like being shut down and and it's been hard for so many people but then personally for me I've had opportunities come from it that I wouldn't have been able to do like Heathers I was only able to do that because Am Juliet hadn't reopened yet and so that was like such an amazing experience it was honestly playing that role was Probably the highlight of my career so far because really? it's just such a yeah. I think I mean don't get me wrong. I've I absolutely love playing Romeo and I've loved I loved doing but out of hell. But there was something about JD that ha- he had so many layers and it was just so diverse in terms of his characteristics. What I got to what I was able to portray each night and like the darkness of him. As well as like his kind of sexy comedy side, yeah. it was it was just like really it was just like something a part that I would never had the opportunity to play before. So it was yeah, I left the show very sad. I think I cried my whole, my way through the whole last show. It was it oh. was a bit of a bad.
0: and is the is the show still going without you?
2: <laughs> the show is on tour. Okay, so it's a di- it's a completely different cast, but it just it was so lucky that the the dates that they had the theatre Royal Haymarket. Fell perfectly before I started I'm Julia. I finished Heather's and started Anne Julia at rehearsals the next day. So okay. it was like it was it just everything aligned very very well but yeah Wait, i missed that shit. did
0: you use an american accent yeah i did oh my yeah.
2: god i think there might be a bootleg online you know somewhere uh, all right well let's <laughs> we'll go digging
0: i know i heard you singing either 17 i think is maybe there was a version of that and it was gorgeous yes, uh, of course thank you as always
2: jordan <laughs> thank you so much yeah i loved that and she is uh, uh, she's such a powerhouse i worked with her on battle of hell as well it was like it was a full circle moment. We, we were both playing opposite each other again. So I saw that. So I'm sure the Bat Out of Hell fans, who I know we discussed last time, are very
0: rabid. Oh, yeah. We're psyched to see you two back together again on stage. Uh-huh. We
2: had so many. I think we had like a trip load of Bat Out of Hell fans come like on one show. It was like 400 people or something in the audience. It was, it was great. But like, yeah, just kind of reconnecting with Christina and doing that part. It was like, it was the best summer that I've ever had for sure. It was, it was amazing. Was amazing. I wish you guys had seen it. I know. I know. Wait, well, we're
0: we're desperately trying to get over there. I know. We need to yeah. see you and Anne Julia before it before you're done. Yes, you have
2: till March. Okay. So okay. If you, I mean, that I, might be doable. It might be doable. Yeah, maybe after Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I maybe. love that. Is the theater full? Like, does it
0: seem like audiences are hungry to be back on the West End?
2: Yeah, yeah. it is full. Like, we. I think we see. I might be wrong, but I think it's fourteen hundred, and we. Wow. Annoy Normally at full capacity or maybe thirteen hundred, like a, a, about a hundred less. But that's in like the week, like Mondays to Thursdays when people are working. So in terms of ticket sales, it's doing really well. And like I said, like the weekends are packed. It's it's just so much. There's just so much energy in that building. It's and that's kind of like what you need for that show is that energy because all these like nostalgic hits and like having an audience on your side from the beginning, like screaming and cheering, is. Yeah, it's it's really infectious. It's something I've missed for sure, and something that Heather's had as well, actually, because it had such, a, such a fan base. It was that that was like sold out for the entire run. It was it was so so cool. Wait, yeah, didn't, didn't
0: they change yeah. Heather's? Like they don't sing the blue ball song anymore.
2: Yeah, no, I think that song got removed. Kind of, I think it was before it first came to London three years ago. Okay, it was replaced for another song called "You're Welcome," which the two jocks sing i don't know why they removed it it's quite a funny it's song. it's so though. funny <laughs> it's so
0: catchy i love I it yeah. Wait, okay
2: jordan so are you watching drag race uk I am watching Drag Race UK because I've got a friend who's it, who's in it. Is it Ella Day? I, I do know Ella Day, and she's fantastic. But my friend is Kitty Scott Claus. Kitty is my favorite. Oh, she's amazing. She's so. I
0: have a feeling she's going to do really well. The judges really are reacting to her her positivity. Uh-huh. And honestly, her drag is great. She very very fun.
2: Right, and you haven't even seen the half of it yet because she's just she's actually so funny as well. Like when she when when it comes to the acting challenges, I feel like that's when she's really going to show okay wait for it
0: i was disappointed with one of the the gal who got injured i, mean, I don't want to oh, say yeah. out loud what what happened but i and i feel like there was a lot of big personalities in the beginning and kitty's really been able to come through and shine for Sure.
2: after some of them have faded yeah, away for sure that was really sad about the the injury <sighs> i mean i i feel I, uh... like in like in drag race spirit she'll probably come back won't she at some point oh yeah
0: she will yeah. that's that happened to eureka
2: and yeah she told totally uh-huh. that uh-huh. so uh-huh. it was uh-huh.
0: i think so does
2: it air over there same time as it airs here then it must be it just sort of drops on wow presents plus i don't know what time okay. i think it does what time does it air for you it's on a thursday here at like 8 p.m oh yeah it drops okay. it drops
0: here at like 3 p.m or something oh, cool.
2: so oh, crazy. it's kind of fun wait so is everything is everything else going going well in your life jordan everything <laughs> is going well you know i'm in desperate need of a holiday <laughs> i'm <laughs> I think because going from heather, we started Heather's in at the end of May, and then I went back to back into this, and I just need I just need a nice little three day break or something. But that's the thing I can't complain. We've had eighteen months of not working, so. Pull yourself together, Jordan, and get on with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, otherwise everything's great. Everything's good. I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to Christmas this year, which is unlike me because I'm not really into the winter season. But this year, now I'm feeling a bit like I'm feeling a bit Christmasy and getting in the festive spirit.
0: Oh my god, my dream is to spend Christmas time in London. I feel like it's like so magical and it cheerful is. and jolly over there. It is.
2: It's kind of similar to New York, though. Because New York has that like really crisp, cold. Like, you know, Home Alone (laughs) 2. See, you're talking
0: about Christmas in in London. I'm thinking like Love Actually. or Isn't Bridget Jones Diary Christmas too?
2: Bridget Jones Diary is. And did you watch The Holiday?
0: Oh, yes. I love Cameron Uh, Diaz and Jude Law are perfect in that movie. Right.
2: And I just feel like that is the ultimate Christmas movie for me. Yeah, I agree.
0: It's so good. Wait, one last question and then we'll let you go. You have a new tattoo and I want to see it. Ooh, holy shit oh my god you see it well look, look at
1: you fl- you're flexing yeah, on yeah. us too i'm like okay oh,
2: well, i'm trying <laughs> okay.
0: that's so gorgeous what is it it's
2: a greek myth actually you would know it it's it's the myth of orpheus and eurydice yeah it's orpheus and eurydice like leaving the underworld which is actually the story of it's not the reason i got the tattoo but um town is based on that myth
3: yeah
0: um but I'm just Are you hinting that, that something's happening in your career with Hades Town coming oh, up? Oh no,
2: I wish. I mean that's kind of <laughs> that's the, the I'd love to play that role. But I think it, no, it's just more I've always really loved the Greek myths. It's always been like fascination of mine. My bookshelf is filled with all of the different myths, and that's kind of the one that really always stuck out to me. So then when Hades Town was created into a musical i was like oh my god this is like my dream oh my my whole dreams coming in front of me on stage you know like that myth but with with a nice mitchell's, mitchell's music it's like yeah to me oh, show, yeah. that shows that shows like my favorite show for sure it's so good is
0: it playing in london no it's not it's not over there no, yet. It, it was there when the it tried yeah
2: right we had it here and then it's gone over there i mean there's talk that it will come at some point so I fingers so. crossed i'd just love to see it again I, I loved it. Maybe, I'll, maybe when I come over to New York, I think I'll definitely go and see it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yes, yeah, that's
0: a must. Wait, Jordan, I know we were like, we're gonna let you go, but have you tried? Have you auditioned for any TV or film roles? I feel like it's time.
2: I I have been actually. Funny you say that. That's kind of what I'm hoping to do in the next step in my career after this. I want to take some time to try and get into the TV industry. So I've I've been having meetings and things, and there are some potential things in the pipeline so but nothing's confirmed it's just all in talk so um yeah it's exciting i'm really excited about the next chapter it will be
0: i love it i'm sending you good vibes i feel like you'll really pop on screen that'll be great thank you
2: that's very kind of you thanks
0: well jordan listen it is it's been an honor to have you as part of the drama family and this has been delightful to catch up with you it's been like a while since we chatted It's been like a year, maybe more than a year. I think, yeah, a year and a few months. A year and a few months,
2: yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure. I'll come on whenever you want me to. (laughs) Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you so much. And maybe we'll let
2: you know if we're over on
0: your side of the the pond anytime in the next couple months.
2: Let's go out. Let's go out.
0: Speak in my language. (laughs) All right, well, Jordan, we'll chat (laughs) with you soon. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. Bye. Oh, Dylan. Colton, Aisha, and Jordan, could we ask for better friends of the pod? I'm like, I can't believe we just spent the last hour talking with them. I know we could have spent so much more. There are so <laughs> many iconic guests we've had. And there's actually a few more that I think we should chat with to celebrate two years. Wait, you mean there's, there's more on the line? Yeah, I think next week we're going to have to have three more friends of the pod come back. Dylan, you're telling me this is like Dune. When you go see Dune in the theater, you think, okay, I'm seeing Dune, but then it's actually revealed you're seeing Dune part one. So there's still a part two yet to come. That's right. Zendaya is still on the other side of this phone call (laughs) (laughs) or the drama equivalent. Oh, I can't wait. And I am extra excited to see who's calling in because I actually see someone calling in now. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess we'll talk to them next. And I'll talk to you next time. Drama!